Welcome to the 30 Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Clark. On this podcast, myself and a few guests along the way are here to help you navigate what it's really like riding the roller coaster of emotions through that third decade of life. We're here to laugh at ourselves, live our truth, to inform, be fabulous, darlings. So thank you for joining and hop on the roller coaster of emotions and be sure to hold on to your nipples because we're about to enter 30 Pause. <laughs> I called American Airlines today about getting a refund. And for, I said, for what? For my ticket because my whole delayed like arrival and them canceling the flight. And you know how Drea told me, she was like, you can, you know, talk to American Airlines and they can, you know, help you out essentially. Well, um, they basically we're like, well, since you opted to take the flight and not cancel it all together, we can't issue a refund, but you can't, we can like compensate you for like your loss of time and the excursion, yeah. la di da di da. So I filed that complaint today. And of course I get the email kickback and they're like, we'll get back to you in seven to 10 business days, maybe longer. I'm like, bitch. Um, so, yeah, the debacle of just, like, actually getting there was pretty unpleasant. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I've never, like, I wanted to leave that night and, like, just be there. And that was it just, was like. pure debacle. It was. I've never actually experienced something like that. Like, I've had a flight canceled, but then I've been able to get on the next flight within an hour or two. But that guy was like, yeah, I mean, if you get on the next flight to Dallas and you have a 24-hour layover in Dallas, and I was like, 24 hours? Unacceptable. I'm already missing a day. And he was like, my advice is take the 5 a.m. flight to Miami. You'll land in El Salvador, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, American Airlines, let's fucking go. Like, I don't think, no, this is a fact. Moving forward, Delta. Delta, babe. I'm Delta loyal. Always. I, and I've never had issues. I don't care how much it is. Unless it's like going to be $1,000 yeah. more. Fine. I'll, yeah. do, I'll do American or United. But like when I had that whole debacle when I went to Aruba, it was United. And they just made it seem like it was casual. Like, like literally I got there, remember? And they were just like, you don't have a flight. And I was like, yes, I do. And I, print, I showed them my boarding pass. I was like, I just checked in this morning. They're like, yeah you don't and i'm like yeah i do and like they just they were like well if you want you could there's a flight leaving in an hour in orlando as if i can make it to orlando Orlando as if you can just zoom on i4 and then dream genie blot your twinkle twinkle your nose and then boom you're there like bing 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 yeah Yeah. and then we're forget that the second time there like there was just so much debacle getting to Aruba because the first time I went I went with my client Maria 
when we, the same shit happened and she, it's her birthday and she paid for everything. And I felt, you know, and next thing you know, I got us an Uber and we went to Orlando airport because the same shit happened. Oh I don't know if God. I ever told you that. No. Then when we got to Miami, we, um, the flight, they, they didn't have any seats on, on the next flight. So she just started praying and I don't know how, but the late, like there were 20 people like, I need to get on this flight. I need to get on this flight. And next thing you know, Maria just starts praying. I went and got us like an empanada, Miami, you know, on brand. Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like- I got a chicken. I got a chicken empanada when I was at the Miami airport on the way back. So I was like, honey, mama needs an empanada. She ain't going to find an empanada in Indiana. No, it's so good. I had one too. I had like a beef and cheddar. It was delicious. Mm. But he starts praying and the lady just looks at her and she goes, she points at her and goes, come here. And she goes, I can get you two seats on the flight. Da, 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 da. Where's your friend? I need her um, passport right now. So she calls me. I literally don't, I don't even pay. I just like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I run to her. I give the passport and that's how we got on the flight. But we weren't supposed to be on that flight either. Wow. It was and, and, and at the time, it, we were already in a line for like, that was not moving for hours with people. And I just, I, I don't understand what's going on with the air airlines because at that time, we were talking to people and they were like, there's no one really flying planes right now. And I said, but why? I don't understand. And they were like, because of COVID. And I said, but COVID it's over, but it's not over. But like, I don't understand. They were just like, people just don't want to work now. And I'm like, okay, I understand. I don't want to work either, but then what, how are you making money? Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that. Like the whole, yeah. When people are like, well, people just don't want to work. I'm like, we still live in a very capitalistic society here in America. Like there is no such thing as no working unless you just want to collect $200 a week from unemployment. But even then, like you can't live on you can't live on that. Nobody can live on that. That's not livable income. Unless, what are what are these people doing? Squatting? Like unless you're living with a family member or friend, that is the only way you could survive. Well, trust me, I lived with my mom for two years and it's still I difficult. love her, but I don't want to do that again. Like I I don't, you know, if worse comes to worse, of course. Like I know I always have a place. Like I go to my, you know, my dad just bought a condo like a month ago or so. Like you know what I mean? Like I have places to go. My cousin lives here, my brother, but I don't want to. Well, you want your independence. You want your freedom. I want my privacy. Want privacy. I'm fucking 36 years old. Like I'm no, I don't want to, who wants to do that for a long, like long term. No. I don't get that. So I don't understand short-term, how short term. That's one thing, right. but Exactly. No longer than six months is mad. So it's just, you know, the whole debacle of just like it, knowing that it canceled, knowing that, you know, my mom drove like two and a half hours, like one way to take me to the airport. Like that's, you know, she didn't have to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a good, that's four, four hours of your day just gone just from driving from Indianapolis and back. Like, so that's why I was like, well, I need a place to stay or somewhere to go because, um, I live in Fort Wayne. So like, uh, this ain't just like a hop skip, like, you know, this is a, this is a drive and blah, blah, blah. But the fact that I stayed at that hotel for like maybe six hours, I maybe got three hours of sleep because now my anxiety is like, you don't want to miss the and, next uh, and I don't want to miss it. And my my transportation to the airport has to come at 3 30 in the fucking morning. 
and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. But then I waited two, two hours for them to find my luggage when it was 350 feet away and they were not accommodating. And the woman behind the desk at American Airlines was very unempathetic and was just like, well, you're going to wait two or three hours. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, that's ridiculous. Like two or three hours to, for you to go find my luggage that's 350 feet away from you and I? No, baby. No. no. I said, you're gonna. I'm going to give you a half hour. And then in that half hour, you're going to figure it out and I'm going to come back and we're going to work together on this. That's the moral exactly of the story, what I told her. Yeah. And moral okay. of the story moving forward. D-E-L-T-A. D-E-L-T-A. Delta loyal baby. Period. I can't. It's just not worth I've never it. had issues with Delta. Have I had like flights delayed? Yes. Have I had flights canceled, but then they put me on a flight an hour later? Yes. But I've I even when my grandpa passed away and I was flying to New York that same day, obviously I didn't go. You know, my mom needed me there. Like I couldn't go to you know New York last year for my birthday. So I was just like, it's fine. I told them what happened. They immediately gave me my miles back. Like it it's just like the Delta customer service is just it's like beyond. It's beyond. It's, it's beyond. so much better than any other airline I've ever dealt with. Truly. It's beyond. When I was in New York. And, you know, I've never really had like a true panic. I mean, I've had a panic attack, but like when I couldn't get on the flight, I could not leave. I remember when Alex had mm. to come, you know, mm-hmm. that whole, oh, well, we Debacle. won't get into all that. Right, but when right. I called them, I barely could breathe. And I said, I can't make my flight. Mm. I'm having a full on panic attack right now. And I mean, I was like crying. I was trying so hard to breathe. And the woman was like, okay, sweetheart. Let's before we before we even look at the flights, let's take a deep breath together. We took a deep breath together. And then she said, take another one. And then she goes, What we're gonna do is I'm gonna get you on a flight tomorrow. Would you feel comfortable getting on a flight tomorrow? Beyond. Beyond. Beautiful. And then usually they they are supposed to charge you fifty dollars. She waived that. She didn't even bring it up. Wow. She was so kind. I was already prepared to pay $50, first of all, because I was like, this isn't anyone's problem but mine. And she was so kind, so accommodating. And then she just handled it. And obviously my my panic attack had nothing to do with flying. It was the fact that like I was just crippled in so many ways emotionally that I could not, <clears throat> couldn't leave. Right, right. Honey. You're so tan. Your titties are flashlights. They're flashlights and yours are high beams. And mine. (laughs) You got flashlights. I have high beams. Like, babe, we got tan. We got tan. tan. And my face has never been so clear. And you know what the thing is? is like They say that about the sun, that the sun clears up the the face. The sun definitely clears up my face because my face was like this this summer. When I was at the lake all summer, I had the clearest skin. And I hate to say it because obviously it's like not good and blah, blah. But like, I think if I go to the tanning bed, maybe just like two times a week. 10 minutes like not long like I don't want to cook in there you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I think it would really help my my acne situation because my I mean I don't have any makeup on today and I'm like I put a little I put a little brow and I put a little mascara but like that was it and I'm I'm loving it 
I think a better option would be to get one of these red light, blue light therapies. I think I was telling you how yeah. I want to one of these for my business. Yeah. Um, so I can be applying using one of these masks on my clients because a it's just luxurious. It's it's helpful to the skin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the red light, what would be good for you is that if you get one that does both, the blue is going to kill the bacteria for the acne, but the red helps with lifting. It helps with hyperpigmentation. It helps with lines, aging. Yeah. I just think it might be a good, worth investment, a try. Good investment. They're a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Like I invested in a new beauty tool that I highly recommend. I think I told you about it. It was the, um, pore. Let me tell you exactly what it is so I can tell you because it's worth every penny. It is called, it is from Dermaflash and it is called, I don't really know what it's called, but it's just Dermaflash. It looks like this. Okay. Um, the, the skin has to be wet. So okay. I would recommend to use like a hot shower or like steam your face. And then you literally go like this, but you have to have the skin wet. So you have like a lubricant pretty much. Yeah. And it gets all of I mean my nose my chin was so clear the the pores because sometimes you have pores sometimes you have blackheads that especially on your chin that like you can't get because they're gonna like break your skin yeah yeah now there's some that are super deep that it's not gonna take those away but like anything that's like it looks like you can see the bumps it's gone yeah yeah, we and really, on our vacation, I mean, we really didn't wear that much makeup at all. I didn't even need to bring any. I, I know. I, I really, like, overpacked and. Definitely overpacked. I definitely <laughs> overpacked. Bitch, you didn't pack anything. <laughs> you still overpacked. <laughs> I definitely forgot the fundamentals, okay? Like, she forgot the fundamentals. Didn't have any shampoo and conditioner, but I had a flat iron. She didn't have any shampoo and conditioner, so I'm glad I brought extra because I bought my I brought my blonde like shampoo and conditioner. Obviously, that wouldn't work on you. So I'm glad I had that in my bag. I had no idea I had that in my bag. And then um, but you brought a flat iron and toothpaste, no toothbrush. Okay. Your pusses are they they missed you. The kitties really missed you, huh? They're just really needy. Mm. They're really needy when it comes to attention and love. And it's like Kingston is so used to having like access to being outside. And he doesn't, this is the first time in his life he hasn't had access to being outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, single mom, you know, do, do something for me. Entertain me. <laughs> I'm doing single Single kitty parenthood. she's doing her best she's doing her best but once I finally made it there I was kind of glad I mean that you guys didn't go on the volcano hike because y'all were there when I got there so that kind of that made me feel a little better too I'm not gonna lie and we were told that that volcano hike was gonna be like and I think they thought they were gonna be back around two or three so I almost went because I was like well if I go I guess I'll be here right when Heather gets here. But yeah, what we see when once we were there is like everything probably takes it probably took an hour and a half to get there. It takes and- an it took an hour and a half to get anywhere. Forty five minutes to get to a pharmacy. I mean, we were in rural El Salvador. I think the city was called like La Libertad. La Libertad. Yeah. 
But then we like stayed in Mizada Beach. I mean, so we stayed in Mizada, but like we were on the outskirts of the nearest city, which was La Lipertidad, and I'm probably torturing that name. But then like that was still 45 minutes away. Everything took, it was like LA times 20, like everything yeah. fucking 30 minutes to get to minimum. Yeah. It 45 minutes to an hour and a half to get everywhere, but it was a pleasant drive. It was, and it was beautiful. I mean, the landscapes and everything was just like, woo. You know what about El Salvador is that, you know, being, I've gone to, I've visited third world countries before, and I understand that El Salvador is a third world country, but I didn't feel like it was. When I was there, I was like, at any moment when we were driving, you could have dropped me off anywhere alone, and I felt safe. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was so respectful. Like even when we would like not walk in the sand to get to like the, the pool area, but like go out in the like, you know, gravel or whatever, like the road essentially, like even just like the locals would say hi to you. And like, we're just very respectful. The men were very respectful. beyond to me like how respectful they were and you know Andrea had told us in the group chat she said that like you know women there dress a little bit more um conservative Mm -hmm. um and I I noticed that I didn't really see any woman of any age dress very sexual um Mm -hmm. everyone was normal you know I also can see that like people there are living you know definitely unfortunately below their means uh, excuse me um within their means so like fashion is just not their priority it doesn't mean that there are not women and men that probably love that stuff but it's like when your top priorities are shelter food you know the the base yeah so have that luxury unfortunately Mm -hmm. but um but I felt like everyone just had like this beautiful spirit to them and they Mm -hmm. have this warmth and you know, what was also so beautiful is that truly I didn't see any other tourists and, you know, to be an American and be the only one that looks like you and to be treated so kindly is again, it's a luxury. Definitely. Definitely. And I just thought, oh my God, I'm just so incredibly grateful that Drea, BB and Jackie, the other Jackie, were fluent in Spanish because that really helped us. <laughs> like it really helped us with just like navigating, especially with, you know, the coffee farm. And then of course the hike, like we wouldn't have been able to really know what was actually going on, especially right. in that hike, you know, like, oh, honey, that hike. Like going in blind. I mean, we, we would have done it, but like when you can't communicate, it's difficult. Well, we were in Jurassic Park. Like it took us an hour just to get to the terrain and to the jungle and to. Art for me. What's that, that? When we were in the, um, the, the van, the I mean, truck. Van. we're in the truck. I mean, it was like we were in Indiana Jones. Like it was um, so Jurassic cool. Park. It was, it was Jurassic Park. It was it- crazy. It felt like we just were so free and it felt so beautiful and it gave me a different perspective. You know, a lot of times like in America, 
sometimes you'll see, you know, um, workers and trucks and you'll see all of them. And, and I think that sometimes we have like a, like a judge, a judgmentalness. I'm not saying I do, but people are like judging these people and actually being in the back of a pickup truck with no seatbelt and all risk involved. It feels fun. It's free. It's it exciting. Was- it was fun. I definitely think I enjoyed my ride there rather than my ride back because by the time my ride back was happening, the pain was really <laughs> setting in my back. Like I was like, my back really hurts. I mean, and I was just, you know, I just didn't want to like draw any more attention to myself because I feel like I was getting a lot of attention already. Like A, being just like, the biggest girl in the group C like be like falling almost dying to my death and just like whacking a fucking tree with my back in the back of my arm and then like you know and then actually having the tour guide like give me not one but two beers because like essentially I felt like it was like my participation trophy and I was like okay um thank you like I just didn't want any more attention on me to be really real so <laughs> don't like attention honestly I really don't like a whole lot of attention <laughs> I really do I really don't like says the woman with a podcast and like who I who like I put myself out there and like I you know I was an actor for such a long time but it's like I'm I don't really like want it like that. I just, I feel like that's a very common Leo rising trait is that it's assumed that you like it because you're very good at it because you are very like comical. You're very well-spoken. You're very animated. You're fun. You're quick. You're witty. But honestly, deep down, you're just like, I'd rather the camera be off immediately. And I'd like, stop talking to me and stop looking at me now. Whereas I'm like, um hello action (laughs) yeah totally like I yeah so it definitely like I mean essentially you know when he gave us that talk when we were at that big white um crucifix like right before we got on mics say that again I think you're covering your mic or something oh I think I can you hear me now yes better okay Yes. Right when we got to the crucifix where we had that lookout point and we could take Mm -hmm. pictures, he was really wanting to make sure we really could decide, are we going to go on the, um, the road less traveled, AKA as fuck, or or do we want to go on the easy road? I think that's where a little miscommunication was because what we should have said was this road less traveled is going to be very hard. Um, if you don't have the right shoes, you could die. And this one over here, you also need proper attire, excuse me, um, shoes, and it's going to be very steep. And this is not for a beginner. Well, and that thing is, is like, I, when Drea was telling us and explaining like, Hey, I just talked to William and like, you know, basically like you guys, we have choices. Like, you know, if you want to, for, for like a lack of better words, you want to go the easy route or the hard route. There was no hesitation when 
when I was in the back of that pickup truck, I, I, I had an intuitive feeling like this is, I'm about to get into some serious shit that I really didn't think I signed up for, but apparently I signed up for because reading is fundamental and I didn't click on links, nor did, nor am I really good at group text. I'm not, it's, it's group texts actually really annoy me on like a secular level. So I'm like, oh my God, another fucking, you know, novel to read. Like, I just, I suck at group text, truly. So like, that was my bad because I didn't read all the details, but at the same time, when they gave us the option of easy versus like hard, there was no doubt in my mind. It was immediately like, yes, I need easy because like, I don't know where the fuck I am. We are in, we're on the fucking, we're in the jungle in El Salvador. Like I don't have phone service. Like, mm mm-mm. Easy. It's so interesting to hear where you were at, whereas my perspective you was so asked different. Literally ninety questions, and I was like, "Pick easy, come on, what are we doing?" Like, <laughs> I know, I'm like, I was well, because- like, what? I was like, "Bitch, what are you talking about? Easy, what? Easy. <laughs> because to me, like, you, you know, I'm on easy. What are you doing?" I- I know because to me, like I've hiked before and I thought to myself, like, I'm down for an adventure. I'm down for an experience. And when they said that there was going to be like, I just, for me, I wanted to see so much cool terrain and I felt like, oh, if I go on the easy hike, am I not, are we not going to see anything like cool? Are we not going to see pretty waterfalls? Like, I don't want to just hike and do all this work for nothing. But then it was right when he said, um, or when Andrea was, um, what's it called um explaining what william yeah, is saying she's like you either jump or you repel like there is no option on the hard one i was like nope nope no no because i was like repel okay um and i all i'm thinking is has this rope been tested where are we tying this rope <laughs> are we, is this rope already there or are we just gonna wing it and find a branch and hope for the best Ooh. like i'm just wondering i'm yeah. just wondering yeah, I'm nobody repelled. Everybody jumped, though. Everybody well, jumped. They were, I felt as if I would have jumped on a few of them. But one, he said, she was like, well, one will be like four feet. One will be eight feet. And I was like, okay, okay. I could, I could do that. I could do yeah, that. Yeah. And it was when he said, but there is one that is 16 feet. And there's no repelling that one. I said, remember, I said immediately, I was like, I'll be doing the easy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Pat, that's going to be easy for 500. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Alex, yeah. Alex, Alex, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it was just like no question. So there was what you, me, Suzanne, Suzanne Jessica, Jessica, and Donna. Um, Donna. Donna. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, had the, sticks. And it still was not easy. That's like, that's the no. thing. It's like, it still was not easy. And going down, like, I did feel bad for my tall friends, like, because I was like, ooh, that's really rough. For your life, going up. Because- oh, going up was awful. I was like, my leg don't move like that. <laughs> I really thought that at one point because when I was leading the pack and I was, you know, lifting my legs, I have very long legs. Mm-hmm. And even I was like, woo, going up was a rock climb. It, it, it went from there were moments where it was hiking and there were moments that it was rock climbing. Yeah. I think the last 45 minutes. So mind you, like everyone, we saw the most beautiful waterfalls. We once like, once like our groups met up again, we had lunch. Um, we saw beautiful waterfalls. I like slid down like some rocks. It was like a slide. It was cool. It was freaking cool. I mean, it's definitely like something like 
obviously we've all never have done before. And it's just, it was such a cool experience in just being in nature like that. But knowing that we now have to get back up and, you know, uh, long story short, like I was right behind Jackie and I think I slipped on some leaves and I just like, I was like rolling down the hill. Like I like think I saw my life flash before my eyes. So (laughs) I, I'm not kidding. Like I'm, I am like a cat. That's why I know I'm going to be a cat in my next life because I have been in very, I've been in way too many near death experiences, like to be 36 years young. Like I definitely have nine lives. Like, so I'm just like, thinking you know that the tree like saved me i'm really grateful i'm really grateful for where you fell because there were moments on that hike that were very steep to death yes yes and then where you fell it was more of like i would say let me see um maybe like a 30 to 40 degree angle not like a yeah it wasn't a 90 yeah but even though it wasn't as 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 steep Mm -hmm. you could have picked up fucking speed i was picking up momentum that's the thing that's what was really hurt what was really scaring me because first of all because you were rolling i was rolling rolling. like i thought i i didn't like think that i had a bad step or it wasn't like a difficult spot anything i think i just i think i just slipped on the leaves you can slip on anything and, and then i just started rolling and then like all of a sudden like my back just fucking hammers that tree and it was loud. It it was very loud. It yeah. was very loud because I heard the slip, but by the time I turned around and you were right behind me, by the time I turned around, all I saw was you boom hit the hit the branch. I'm uh, not the mm. branch, the um the, trunk. the stump. Yeah. And what's crazy is like when I think about it, like I'm glad it hit your back because Ooh. you could have had a it could have been the, my the face. Best, best case scenario. Best case scenario is a concussion. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you could have been paralyzed if yeah. it hit you wrong. Yeah, uh, you could have rolled so far down that who knows what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could it, be bad. It could have been bad. That's why it's like it's so crazy. I I constantly say like I have angels watching over me because it's so true. Like I really really do. I've been in like really crazy near death experiences that. I just, I'm like, I can't believe I'm still alive. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. So it's just, so it was, it's just, it was really scary. But the biggest thing is like, once I hit the tree, I was like, oh fuck, what the fuck was that? Like, I didn't even know like what was happening, but then I couldn't see because I had so much debris in my eye. So I was just like, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Cause I heard everybody, you know what I mean? Like they're panicking. And I heard, I just remember like hearing Drea and then I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And they're like, all right, don't move. Don't move. And I'm like, why can't I move? And at that point I'm thinking, oh my God, is it, do I have like a bone coming out of my leg? Do I like, because, you know, they say when you're in shock, adrenaline, you right. You don't feel anything. And I've been in those situations too. Like, right. So like, so I was like, well, what's wrong? Why can't I move? Why can't I move? Like, tell me, you know, but well, we I, didn't want you to move. Cause we just didn't know, like, let's assess where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was like a little scary. I'm not going to lie. 
a lot yeah. of scary a lot a lot of scary um and then because well, once you get once you do that now your adrenaline's pumping it's like when you get in a car accident once you get back in the car it's not you're like you're like okay let's just drive again yeah you're like right it, yeah it definitely i was like definitely shooken up for the rest of the hike for sure like Absolutely. i wanted to like keep on you know going and again i wanted the attention off of me i didn't want people to ask me one more fucking time if i was okay you know stuff like that like i know it was all based out of like pure intentions and like concern oh, of course. you know no but at the same time i was just like i just don't want to talk about this anymore so um so yeah like you know we did the we ate lunch and we looked at other waterfalls and then we started going back up and it was probably like the last 45 minutes I was really starting to struggle because now we're going up and now it's like I my back's really starting to hurt and I I'm like not able to take full breaths I'm like I'm like taking like half breaths I can't like like do that I was going like I just I couldn't actually get a full breath inside of me and so that was a making me panic b I was kind of feeling like a little dizzy I'm not gonna lie and my back's on fire and I have like six people who are way more athletically tolerable to this type of thing behind me and I feel like I'm holding them up so I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a lot. Fuck. Like it, there was just so much happening. I don't know. You were like Sonic. You and Suzanne were like Sonic the Hedgehog. I think you guys just like immediately got tunnel vision. And we you, did. you both just like led the pack with your freaking long ass legs. And you were, you both were just like, like grab my hand. Flying. Do we were this. Flying. You guys were flying up that fucking mountain. And I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking because I just thought to my because I I'm very good at like even though I'm not an athlete by any means I should have been I should have been because I definitely have like a mental stamina where like I can do anything like I'm like when it comes to my physical body like I can survive like I can push through really hard situations but like I just kept going like I was like you're gonna fucking do this like I just looked at it like I was an Olympian and I was like I'm winning yeah, I get very like winning competition. It's just with myself. And also I felt like I am a little tired. This is a little hard because of the elevation issue mm-hmm. for all of us. I mean, I live yeah. below sea level here, but right. then I thought to myself, like, there was also this like feeling of like, I love that I'm tired. I love, it's like when you're working out, you're like, yeah. Ooh, that burn, that feels good. Yeah. But there was a moment where I remembered where we were in the hike and I was like, oh we're not even close we're not and even I looked close. back at Suzanne and I was like we gotta get out of this jungle and she was like let's fucking go and we just went Pfft. yeah you and so it was like you and Suzanne were like leading the pack and then um Jessica with the other tour guide Edwin like you know they didn't have any language barrier so she was telling Jessica was telling me she was just like he and I just like started going like you know what I mean so Jessica and Edwin were probably like a good 90 seconds to like two minutes ahead of me you know and then like everybody else was behind me and I was like I I'm sorry like I have to stop because I can't I couldn't catch my breath and then I'm also my quads are literally on fire and I'm getting cramps in my left quad 
like I'm worst. like I'm getting like full blown like I see my muscles just vibrating like I'm getting a full blown cramp in my left quad. I can't fucking breathe. My back hurts and I just thought to myself like Heather just keep going and take as many breaks as you need because like the only way out of this situation is up. Like and you uh-huh. just have to keep going up. You have to keep going up. So I was just like so thankful that like none of the women behind me were like wanting to go ahead of me. They're like, no, you're fine. Take your time. Well, I'm sure they were tired too. Yeah. In their own way. Yeah. Like, even for sure. they, I mean, we all, of course they could have exhausted. Yeah. Even though I'm sure they could have gone maybe faster, but that doesn't mean that they wanted to. Yeah. And Jessica was telling me too, she kind of like mentioned, she goes, I wish I like, you know, she's like, at least, you know, when to tell yourself to give yourself a break though. She was like, I was like pushing myself so much that I wasn't giving myself breaks. And I kind of wish I did like, you know what I mean? She was like, so at least, you know, like within yourself, like you have to give yourself a break. Like you have to like take time, regroup, get your breathing pattern back together. Like that was by far the most physically and mentally challenging thing I have ever fucking done in my life. Like really? by far, by far. Absolutely. Like of all the 5Ks I've ran, of all the hard workouts that I do. And you know, I love lifting weights. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I, you know, out of everything, like physical endurance for that long. I mean, honey, we were there. How long were we in that jungle? I think about five hours. I think four I mean, or five hours. Not of actual work. Because there were moments where we were just sitting, of yeah, course. But yeah, but God, you had to. Like, there's just no way. Like, I mean, that's the perfect jungle for like naked and afraid. Like, it's that rough. Yeah. It was, I definitely felt, well, I will say with the, the tour guides made me feel safe. I felt oh like God. they've got us. I've, I have had, I had so much intuitive trust in them. Like, even when we had like the language barrier and Edwin, mind you, like, you know, these natives, these locals, they're, they're not big men, you know, no. they're, they're muscular for sure. And obviously their endurance is wicked because they were just climbing up that thing. Like it was fucking stairs. I didn't even see them hold grab, grab branches. No, girl. No. Like they have so much that part endurance was and stamina. I was like, I can't. Well, obviously if you grow up in that area, you know, that's just like what they do. But at the same time, I was just like the way they were treating that thing. It, they, I felt like they were on an easy hike. Like it was just like a little stroll. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, this is so hard. But I just, I really felt thinking, like, how is this little guy going to get me up this rock? Because I can't, I, 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 I have short legs. Like I, I was like, my hip will not go up any further. Like I, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get up. And he just looked at me and he gave me his hand and bitch, he just swooped me right the fuck up. I was like, you strong motherfucker. Holy shit. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like shocked. I was like, I'm a big girl. Like, wow. Okay. Thank you. But like, I had so much trust in those guides that there wasn't a doubt in my mind that if something were to happen, like they had us. They had us. Absolutely. Yeah. I felt yeah. that way too. And I then, definitely you know, yeah, on the way back, I was just like, we were all ready to eat and pee pee nine night. I was like, you know, like the girl, the other, the other, you know, group of girls or whatever, they're having like a couple bottles of wine. And like, I get that. Like, I was like, yeah, but I'm, I just want, like, I was so cold. 
So I was like, I want a coffee. I mean, that ride on the way back, I mean, we were freezing. Oh my God. It was so cold. And then like your sweat, you've, you've just finished sweating. Right. But I was also in the water too. So I'm still like kind of wet. I never got in the water. You never got in the water. So yeah. So I I was was the only one who didn't get in the water because my hair, you know, I don't fuck with that. Black girls don't do that. Right. (laughs) No, they don't. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) You're not, you're not my, you're not my only ethnic girlfriend. So I get it. But I was just like, I got to do it. Like I got to slide down this, like, you know, I braided my hair, like, fuck it. I don't care. Like I got to slide down this thing. It's like a waterfall, you know? Like, I mean, it was just so gorgeous, but yeah, we were all kind of still wet. I was able to change my shirt, but because I brought another shirt, like another long sleeve shirt or whatever, but Ooh, it was just so cold. By the time we got to that restaurant, I was like, okay, now we just need to like eat and pee pee night night. Yeah. I, I was mean, we were like delusional. Just... Like we were getting I bet that was just so cold. I was cold the whole day. Like when we went to the coffee farm, it was cold. Everything was cold and I didn't dress accordingly. Cause no I bad. I looked at the weather and it was everything was 80 degrees. So I didn't I didn't really taking consideration that going up a mountain is going to get colder colder right exactly and i'm sure everybody got sick of us saying peepee night night but we were so delusional (laughs) and it's just like it's sick and it's just a stupid inside joke that jackie and i have when i was in tampa back in november and it's just like stupid it's so dumb but like we took it it to time to bed well this is the problem with our inside jokes is that we find them funny, but then what we do is we is like we take it too far. We take it too far. We do. and then we are cracking up. And yes. when everyone else is staying stoic, it makes it funnier for us. So then we just keep doing it more. <laughs> it's like we don't really get the hint that like, oh, no one else no one else is loving our obnoxiousness. Instead, we just become more obnoxious. Correct. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm sure they were done with us, but I'm very sure they were they were like, all right, these bitches need to shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. No. (laughs) Because I was just like, it's just funny because at this point, like everyone looks like a wet dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beef bone broth soup. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, people night night. exactly and like but even before that like that coffee farm tour like that was pretty fucking cool like just to see that coffee beans actually look like cranberries and then they de-shell them and then like if you guys are interested like go on the 30 pause page and go to the travel highlight because i i've saved everything in the travel highlights too um just from my stories when i was there but it was just like very interesting it was very disheartening and to learn that the coffee farmers make $10 a day. And for us, we don't even think about $10 a day. Like, you know what I mean? Like on a, on a large scale, like if I spent $10 at lunch, I'm like, Oh God, why did I do that? I have food at home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like, t- talk about a first world problem. So like my flight being delayed, things like that. I'm just like, Heather, you're going to a country that like, <laughs> this is like such a luxury. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, I can fucking deal with this. Like, no, you haven't gotten asleep. No, you're cold. Yeah. Like all these things, you know what I mean? 
When you travel for me, it just reminds me that like we ain't shit. Like we are just us as individuals, like, yes, our lives matter and we hold value to this world and we're here purposefully, but we're just like these little tiny specks of dust. Yeah. In this giant galaxy and this world is so much bigger than our own problems wrapped up in our own like spiral thinking that we all do, that we're all guilty yeah. of doing. And it's just like when I travel, like that's what I'm I'm reminded of. Like this is a privilege being able to do this, being able to just like go to this beautiful resort and have these people not just be hospitable, but like truly kind and caring of our experiences. I mean, I travel like- is humbling and it's also so enriching. Yes. Yeah. Like you know, and I don't know how everyone, you know, everyone has a different experience. But for me, like when I travel, the thing that I want to do the most is adventure. I want to experience the town or the city or the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really like a huge history buff. That's not like my my allure when it comes to traveling. But I love to see how people live, see how people interact, like for me, it's the people, it's the food, it's the the terrain, it's the adventures. Like that's yeah. my my allure to like any destination that I want to go to, you know. Yeah. And like, I thought it was a fun game that the girls were playing when we were on the bus, and they said oh, like, "Yeah, your top five countries, like, our top five countries." Mm-hmm. And um, that was a cool little place. And then you know, I had asked like, "Why do you pick your ter- Why do you pick your countries? Do you pick them based on like?" location like terrain or do you pick them based on like history because like my mom she loves history that's why she picks everything yeah I like history Italy and the history just in that experience was just so fascinating to me I'm sure it was amazing oh I mean I would go back to Italy in a fucking heartbeat I mean I really really would I absolutely love that country I'll come yeah you'll come next um I'm coming. Yeah, she's coming. But I really, I do like the history too. I just really like meeting the locals and for them to just really, I mean, they're excited to tell us about their way of life and their culture and their experiences. And I love that because I'm a curious George. I love getting to know people and how they live and you know you know everything in that aspect of like the human psychology and how they think and all of that so I mean I think that's a big reason why you know hello Gemini Moon like that's why I have a podcast that's why I like interviewing people and I that's why it's important for me to have like a diverse group of friends that's why you know it's those are all those things because people fascinate me like getting to know people we we we, uh there was an evening that heather and i deeply deeply bonded and we bonded on yes yes we did and um (laughs) yeah basically uh, basically we just dropped acid and we just really tripped tripped we tripped we had the best trip we had we stayed up all night we and did not go pee pee night night. We did not go pee pee night night. Uh, we just dropped acid, stayed up all night, and we had such we deep laughed talks. so much. 
We laughed. You had the so, giggle. Oh my god. Well, mine was definitely more body than mind. Um, yeah, mine was mind, but it was body too. But the worst part was how nauseous we were. Oh yeah, that was rough. God, that was terrible. And yeah. also, can I just say TMI? But like, you got to go see a doctor because I don't think it's normal how much bowel movements you have. I think I think I, think I was. I think I was releasing toxicity and waste and bad vibes, maybe. I think you were releasing 2022. Yeah, I released all of 2022 in the toilet. 1,000%. Like, I just couldn't. And the crazy thing is, is I ate fish the entire time I was there. Except that very last night, I ate, we had the burger and we split it. But that was the very last night. That was the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was just... I really see you, like... Also, that's the other thing. Like the f- can we can we segue into the food? Oh, the food! First of yeah, all, we what? stayed at the Mazada Anti Resort. Um, immediately highly Google recommend. it. Highly yeah. recommend it. The the massage therapist wasn't just like a therapist; she was like a medicine woman caregiver. When she found out like that I fell, and that like she worked my back, she worked my quads, she put medicine on my bruise, she massaged my bruise out on my arm like I had cried at those massages like when you cry on a, at a massage you know that that I, person is like touching you on a spiritual level it's it's yeah. hard to explain but like we both cried at our massages well I cried for sure on my massage because it was after we had done our trip and I was just like the doors of emotion and like were still so open and so yeah. like there they were just like right yeah. there in my face and that's why I told you I was like I don't know if I want to get a massage right now because I feel like being touched is just going to be like intense for me yeah a lot of and it was feels. yeah it was the feels it was definitely the feels yeah we were definitely feeling the feels but I mean, it was just like, she was just so kind. Like there was the thing is like, I brought $300 cash, like to purposefully tip our drivers, our servers, the massage therapists, the front desk guys, one of the front desk guys, it was his birthday. Like I wanted to give him money for his birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I like, I have, I for like, I have the means to do this. Like, let me do it. Like, I love like and they're just they're so incredibly grateful because if you think about it you know the coffee farmers make ten dollars a day who knows what their your hourly wages so it's important to tip well because they deserve it and then some you were definitely i think it was it on the way from so after our like long ass like hike and stuff were you the one that was singing it was like chorus I was singing <laughs> all the 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 hits for um easy listening on the way back from the yeah. hike and everyone was pretty much sleeping and like I turned around and made a joke I don't really think anyone I think they got it but I don't know if anyone really got my humor but I still thought it was a good joke <laughs> I like turned around because we were listening to like you know Holland Oates you've got like Luther Vandross like you know you yeah we had all the greats we had the great I turn around and I'm like we've now what did I say something like uh for for 1999 you now get six of all your favorite easy listening <laughs> yes. and we've taken 
we've taken them, we've remastered them. Mm-hmm. They're now da 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 da. commercials were everything. Everything. God. I, I love those commercials because every song I loved them. <laughs> they were pretty great. Um, but yes, the food was the food was amazing. Okay. This coconut ceviche highlight, the fish, the smoothies, the juices, and the smoothies. This is a coconut smoothie that it's not like, oh, it's a pina colada. Mm-mm. No, it was no. like the best way to describe it is if you took vanilla bean Hagen ice cream, ice, and then you put real a mild real taste of coconut in it it really was more vanilla tasting than it was coconut it was like a vanilla coconut it was it was divine and then for anyone that's a passion fruit lover like myself Mm. i was in passion fruit heaven because they had a passion fruit smoothie and then they had their passion fruit margarita margarita which was amazing which was with dahin and then we had a passion fruit cocktail that was mezcal it was called Serenity. It came out in this serendipity. beautiful serendipity. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Serendipity. It came out in the box, which was so funny because remember before you ordered it, you were like, honey, tonight I want a drink that comes out in a box. And then it did. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't say I, want, the- I was like, I want presentation. Yes. I want presentation here. But like on the menu, it didn't say that. So we had no idea. We were just yeah. ordering it. So it comes out in this beautiful box and like there's all these like Hawaiian flowers around it. Like God, those it Hawaiian flowers. Hard. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, and just the flowers in general on the smoking. property. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, Anti Resort is. It's a it, vacation. It's, it's a, a vacation. vacation. I mean, it's a luxury like vacation, but at the same time, like. It affordable. had that like affordable, but yeah, totally affordable. And like it had that that still that like beachy bungalow, small town. It wasn't like fancy sauce four seasons, but it but it was. was. Yeah, but it it was. And the girls and the tree houses. So all the girls stayed in these tree houses that were just immaculately built. Um, so cool. So those were such so a vibe. cool. But Jackie and I stayed in a bungalow, which was equally cool. Um, bigger actually. I'm kind of now that it all came out. Like, I would have loved to stay in the treehouse for sure. I, mean, I would have loved to stay in the treehouse. I'm gonna be I, honest, I, but I, I were, still was appreciative. But I still was just like, well, this was pretty nice too, because it's like ocean view. I mean, I watched the sunset come up. Like it was, or the sunrise. It was- honestly so like an experience yeah and just the fact that one of our one of the girls who was with us our friend suzanne she's going back in like less than t minus two minutes like right she's going back next month she's like yep yeah, bringing bringing my boyfriend we're doing this next month like it's just so unbelievably gorgeous and the you know the fact that like our package came with the coffee tour it came with the volcano hike it came with the mine well, you could have done a waterfall hike not or the waterfall even, hike we did but there was a different one. a different one and then they did um you guys went and saw the mayan ruins on thursday mm-hmm. i really wanted to but my by that time my i mean my foot was just like a club and i was like we got gonna work surf lesson we got horseback riding surf lesson. we got a massage yes that was all I mean, included in the package 
And I think our total, I think our total of it was per person. It was like twelve fifty, I think. Twelve fifty for six days. Six days, and with all that included, and yes, there was no food included. But the food is very affordable. I would say the food is like if you were to go to a Friday's, those prices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's affordable to me because right now food is the freshness. The freshness of every meal, like whether we got like the granola fruit bowl or we got the French toast. Oh, and it was huge portions. Like huge I felt portions like we were at the Cheesecake like, Factory. I mean, literally that salad we had. Oh, that was. Uh, so if good. if anyone were to listen to this and be like, I'm going to go do this. Honestly, I would say just share meals because it's yeah. huge. Unless yeah. you're starving or you're a big guy, like I was share gonna a say, meal. I, yeah, it just depends on who you're with and who's wanting to share a meal. Cause like, <laughs> well, you're with, you're with, um, you and you I, know, I, your girl's on Ozempic. So just share. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is very true. And then like the beer is $3. The, margaritas seven eight dollars like it was just so unbelievably affordable so that's why i was just so happy to like generously tip because even when we signed even when we signed like our slip it still had a they automatically put a 10 percent tip for the servers but i was just like 10 like what i mean even you know because after the hike my foot my my feet got really swollen especially my left foot and you know, that next day I was like, Ooh, I need a bucket of ice. Like I need, when my feet get that bad, I need celery juice and I need, um, ibuprofen throughout the day. And I need a large bucket of ice to submerge my feet in this freezing cold bucket of ice. But that's just what happens with my feet. So it's just like, I was just like, Oh, I've had this injury for, Oh my God, over 15 years now. I'm just kind of like, used to it like and everybody's like god it looks like it hurts and I'm like yes it hurts but I think like my pain tolerance for this specifically has just like gone up so much that I'm just like fucking a my foot's swollen like I just know how to like do it and take care of it but my massages were definitely helping with that like I mean she just really worked like my calves my quads my feet you know it's all connected so you know by that time Juan like day two Juan was like I'm like, hi, good morning. You know, how are you? Our One of our servers, he was so fantastic. Yeah, he was so cool. So cool. He had the most greatest smile on the planet. And um, he was just so generous. And he like, that very next morning, I was like really early out there. I was, I mean, I was like out at the breakfast area at like 7 a.m. Because I was just like not sleeping. So I was just like, he literally came with the bucket of ice, like with my coffee. Like he just like came with it. You know what I mean? Like, so nice. And greeted me. Like, the service is not just service and hospitality. It was care. Like, these people truly cared about me, my experience, like, what I was doing. Like, and I don't think it was just because, oh, like, do this because, you know, she's going to tip generously or whatever. Like, our whole group was very generous in that sense. But it was just, like, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't, like, um... You know how some servers, if you like tip them generously or people like, like, especially here in America, it's like people just kind of like go out of your way to like suck your ass. You know what I mean? Like kind of well, like brown nose, you I, know? Remember when I said like I've been at the Ritz Carlton, I've shopped at Eman Marcus. It was, 
it wasn't like that kind of experience. No, it wasn't I mean, like the a, four seasons. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. It was like a different. It's hard to explain it. It's but you know what I love so much about the resort too is all the little nooks and crannies that mm-hmm. were in there. Like they were just like there was this area in front of the bar that was like it was literally a boat, but they cha- they they made it into a um a table. table. Yeah. They had a gym that was outside, like where the cabanas were, yeah. and it was like this makeshift gym with like rocks these actual like like, it looked like something straight out of the flintstones it was the flintstones gym because it looked like these but these actual 10 pound weights were 10 pound weights but they looked like huge like something from the flintstones yeah and then that area that like you could where you could pull down and do like pull up but it had rocks in the basket like i was like oh that's rocks oh that's rocks that's (laughs) That's rocks and then they um, had this like above little, the bar. There was yeah. like this little like you you climb up the stairs and then you could just chill rope. on this net. Mm-hmm. Um, they had really cozy seating, and then they had like that a hammock hammocks. right by the massage place. Oh. That hammock, woo! And then the yoga was the area hammock. was. Yeah. I mean, the view from the yoga area. Like, it remember really, when I got? It really looked like California to me, like that rock mountain the the yeah. crashing and i mean the surf was up and those surfers out there who brave they were killing it they were kill i mean they were catching serious waves and i was like god i would just be terrified to do <laughs> like you know i i really felt like after surfing i was like i would try this again i, I would, would definitely want a try board yeah i don't know if i would ever be as good as those people but i could do the basic Basic. Yeah, like I feel like if we surfed for three days in a row, that third day we would definitely get up. Especially if we were on a longboard, for yes. sure. And surf in the morning, not the afternoon. <laughs> I yeah. think like because you have more strength in the morning, yeah. you have more energy in the morning. Jackie and I surfed at like five o'clock at night on sunset. Although and I was already kind of tired. I was kind of tired too. And the view, the sun wears you out. Like the sun makes you tired. It does. So we And then for me, apps. it wasn't getting, it wasn't pulling my body up that was hard. It was because we were on these tiny boards. It was the balance. It was the I was balancing. Like, I was like, I, I can see myself getting up on this board. Like I can push mm-hmm. myself up. Yeah. But every time I would try and push up, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to move to the left. Or the, yeah. Like, I'm going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. I know there was a couple of times we were both like so close to getting up. And then after a while, after about 45 minutes, I was like, and I'm done. Like I just was getting tired, but our surf instructor, Eddie, I mean, what a cutie patootie. I'm like, Eddie, I mean, you are living. I mean, think about Eddie's like, he's probably like, I fucking love this group. Like we are 10 beautiful, aesthetically pleasing women who just want to go surf with him. Like I'm sure he I'm sure he enjoyed his job as well. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah. Overall, I would say uh anti-resort 10 out of 10. The 10 only negative 10. only negative thing I would say is the mattresses were not cozy and I like I like a cozy blanket and pillow. But honestly if that's the only thing that sucked, that's still giving, I still giving him a 10. Yeah. Same. It was just the accommodations and everything. And shout out to Andrea for just like organizing everything, being able to like, you know, she killed it. She killed it. Like she should definitely, I was like, I will travel with her again in a heartbeat. Like she just knew so much and like, you know, finding like the El Impossible, like 
you know, tour and the, the hike that we did, like, just like she did a lot of research and she put a lot of work into it. And so, um, she deserves all the flowers for just doing that and just like putting that together. Just putting that together with like so many different people. It's not easy. Like hosting a fucking party at your house is work. It's a lot. And so I was just so grateful for her. I was grateful for the experience. I really felt like after that trip that like, I, the thing that I took away the most from the trip was, wow, I can't wait to travel more mm-hmm. and see more things. Yeah, yeah. And after the hike, I really felt like, man, I can't, I really could see where my body, what my body is capable of. And I just mm-hmm. want to be strong and, yeah. Yeah. and like fit and yeah. like really use this year as like my impossibility or whatever you know like make this year all the things that actually really are possible but like you just have to keep going to make them possible that's what I want this year to be yeah absolutely like I agree like during that hike I was just like okay I'm sure if I was training you know um a few weeks before that it would probably been a little bit easier for me or what have you but still even with the girls who were like I'm glad I you know I was listening to them behind me and they're like god I was glad I was kind of hitting the gym before doing this because like but they were still tired too like you know what I mean but also it's just like you know your endurance and your stamina and like you know for me it's just like it's about being strong it's about like feeling capable and being strong and like if anything you know I had serious FOMO when you guys went to the Mayan ruins I was very bummed that I wasn't able to go and it was probably gonna you know it was in my best interest not to go because my foot would have been worse and so I understand that and I know that but also it's just like I it was a wake-up call for me to really like go see a specialist and like get this thing under control because I I want to live an active lifestyle I like being active I want to run a mile again without my foot being on fuego like I want to just I just want to be strong and I want to be active and being able-bodied is something that we take for granted being able-bodied is fucking sexy yeah absolutely and so it's just like you know given like my perspective and knowing that like you know not everybody in my family is able-bodied and just having just like that strength is really important. It's not even really about like the exterior of it all. It's just like being strong and being capable. And like, if anything, like that hike just kind of pushed me to keep doing that. And like, just taking better care of myself, you know, like I'd made it obviously, you know, it's like, I did not, not finish. We all finished, but it was a struggle. (laughs) Like it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard, but overall it's just like yeah I really wanted to go to the Mayan ruins I hated that I didn't go but at the same time you know just like I am kind of a history buff in that sense like I do like to know like I like to know like I like doing tours and I like museums and I like you know stuff like that so for me it was just like I had FOMO like legit FOMO FOMO not doing the volcano tour that is something I still regret I really wish I would have done that hike but like I really was tired and like, well, Heather's going to be here and Mm -hmm. and it's okay. But like, that's the one thing I'm like, damn, I wish I would have done that. Like that would have been cool. 
Yeah. If I do that, something like that again, I'm going to pack less and um, I'm going to train more. So I just feel a bit more capable and stronger, but it was definitely the perfect mix of culture, adventure, relaxation, and fun and fun like we had a really great group of women that just came and who just loved to travel and experience and like that's the people I want to be fucking with like you know what I mean like that's the people I want uh, to be around in my life and Dre really inspired me a lot like we were talking that last day and she was like I don't want to bring it up but like you know because we're both sages and I was like no it's it's true like yeah I was like you like you are everything I want like there's so much about you that like it's who I am too, but I noticed that if I'm not around those people, I think I can just become a little dormant. Yeah. And I want to travel more and I want to experience more. And I love how she is so unapologetic about herself. I really loved that about her, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I just I just thought, what a cool chick. I loved getting to know the other women, especially the last few days when we were just truly just relaxing by the pool and, and just like hanging and, you know, a couple would, you know, a couple of us would just like go back to our rooms and just like take naps, you know, like it was just, it was so lovely. Like, you know, I'm a huge proponent for a rise and relax moment because I rarely ever get to rise and relax. I'm, I'm constantly on the go. I'm constantly working. I'm here, there, everywhere. Um, so like that was my main agenda going on this trip was to rise and relax but like i'm so very grateful for the experiences and the adventure that we yeah. partook into like everything was just pretty perfect i'm not going to lie like everything was I love that yeah so yeah. where to next where to next i know right like next year like you know okay so we did our we as a a group of women, there was 10 of us, we all discussed in the van one time, like, what's our top five countries we want to visit? And I said, mine were, mine were, um, Greece, uh, Spain, um, Japan. What were my other ones? Um, shoot. What were they? It's so hard because I, I had them so quickly. Oh, New Zealand. Uh And, um, what was the other one? I think Portugal. So I was going to say, I thought you said Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. So so Greece, Spain, New Zealand, Japan, and Portugal. Those are like my top five countries that I like have to go to. Mine are Switzerland. Well, let me put it in order. Norway, Switzerland, Canada. Don't know why. I just really want to go to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um Italy mm-hmm. and then uh god what was my other one I you had one that adopted was... Japan now that you I I, I added out, number but... six is Japan yeah. so I'm like damn that's kind of cool but yeah. my other one was um well I have another one so wait it's god I pick all these cold places um Norway Switzerland Italy uh Canada and I think I would really, honestly, I think I would really enjoy like, 
like France. I really think I would. Yeah. I just, I love any place that either scenically has, a, oh, oh, I know what my other place was. My other place was Croatia. Mm. Okay. That was my other place. But I pick places based on hiking and mm. waterfalls and things like that. Or I picked based on like city and, and like terrain. And for me, I want to, I want my home. I want to live in a chalet. Chalet, I think it's called. Chalet. It's just my dream to have that kind of style of home. So like all those places, pretty much that's the style of home. So I just yeah, want to be sure. in that environment, sure. like and live well, my dream. And I think people kind of really sleep on Canada and I would love to go to Canada myself too. Um, because, you know, I, I do love skiing. So like, I would love just to be like going to Windsor and like skiing for like a month. You know what I mean? Like just to be able to just yeah. like, be on the mountains and do that. Spain has I want to go to Old Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's literally like you step into France. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And like during the holiday time, it's like a fucking Thomas Kincaid photo. It's yeah. Oh my God. It's so pretty. Yeah. And because my birthday is around Christmas, I always obviously like wanted, like I said, we're, I, I just traveling when it comes to my birthday, mm-hmm. like that's what I want to do. Even if it's okay. by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a small little thing, like it doesn't have to be like, you know Italy it could it could be Arizona it, it could mm. be anywhere but like yeah. I just am not at a place where I enjoy parties because I think because my birthday is so close to Christmas it's it just really hard for people to commit to it Capricorns to have birthdays so close to the holidays I don't think people understand like when your birthday's in December or January People are so engulfed. Like if your birthday's in December, people are so engulfed in the holidays that they kind of incorporate the holiday and your birthday at the same time. And then when your birthday's in January, people are like, um, I'm over celebrating. Like we're yeah. done. Like we're done with the gatherings, you know? And I just so- think a lot of times what people do is like, they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't go or they don't like yeah. put effort. And like, I've just hit a place in my myself where I'm like I understand I'm a highly sensitive person I do take things personal so let me just not put myself in those positions anymore yeah yeah because I don't like yeah so when I moved back I turned 33 and that was like the worst birthday I ever had like I think it was just like me finally like accepting that I actually lived here again it was dead cold winter I didn't do anything all day like it was just so depressing you know and I was just like I was just so bummed and I was just like fuck this like next year I'm not doing it like each year for my birthday I'm I'm out of here so that Mm -hmm. following year I went to Atlanta and then and hung out with my friend Brian and then that following year I was going to New York but unfortunately my grandpa passed so I wasn't able to go on that trip um but you know I went to to Italy that previous that couple months before that you know and then so that felt really cool so that kind of felt like you know that was like my treat or my 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 getaway this year was you know El Salvador so like next year like I gotta be doing something. I yeah. you know, like when when me go. and my when me and my ex husband we started for my birthday going on trips, that's when I started enjoying my birthday. And then mm-hmm. when like we we were not together anymore, it was difficult because like even when I would go on my birthday trips, like the whole time all I want is really 
the one person I can't, that can't be there, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's all I really want. Yeah. And I still feel like that on every trip I go to, I just want that one person there to experience it. So I'm hoping like this next year, like, cause I do, I do a lot of things. I continue to travel. I continue to like do a lot of adventurous things, but hopefully like I can be content enough with like myself. That's yeah. another 2023 goal. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely, you know, I think that traveling alone is like really important. Um, I'm kind of used to traveling alone and the two times I didn't travel like alone, I was with groups of people with the majority of people I didn't know, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, I would do that. I would feel getting, comfortable like that. getting there alone, like going back alone. Like, you know, if I needed just kind of like a day to be alone, that was like, okay too. So I definitely highly recommend just like, yeah, women, especially in your 30s like now's the time especially if you don't have kids or even if you do have kids like just plan you know plan and save like and I just want to say like I I paid for this entire trip with donating plasma like I shit you not like no no I what's funny is that you're saying it's so matter of fact but you're like no no for real no I did I was just like I was just in a position where I'm like, shit, I can't really like save as much as I want to. And, you know, we're scrappy. We're resourceful. Like we How much did it you out. make every time you donated? Anywhere. If I went twice a week, it was anywhere between $120 and $140 a week. Oh, okay. That's not that much though. So it was yeah, 60, it's $60, $70 a session pretty much. Yeah, but they would they divvy it out like differently. So it could be like thirty dollars mm. your first session and then ninety dollars your next session or uh, forty dollars your first session and then you know eighty dollars your other session. It just like it just depends, you know. But like I paid for that entire trip by just like waking up early, like an hour early from work, going in, donating plasma. What am I I literally I'd watch the housewives while like donating plasma. Like I would read. I would I'm not doing any strenuous work. I'm literally standing in line. They're taking my blood pressure and then I'm they're hooking me up to an IV and then I just sit there. You know what I mean? Like I got a lot done too. Like there you go. That's the thing is like Donate the plasma, kids. Don't, honey, make it work. Cause like I'm not out here like, you know, making six figures and like living this luxurious, you know, life or just, you know, like I work my tits off to be able to do these things because they matter to me. Like, yeah. And I, you know, it's funny because you and I were like, you and I are so adaptable. We're very adaptable people. We can pivot, you know, we pivot, pivot, like we power, we pee pee nine, nine, like that's just what, that's just what we do. Like we're able to be flexible, be adaptable. We're scrappy enough to, we're independent enough to really like figure it out and make it work, you know? And I think that's something that like, if you want to do these things, you have to learn how to be adaptable, to learn how to pivot, power through. And, and that's, that's what we did. Honey, we did. So I love I, it. I'd say, I'd say this is a good point to say peepee night night. Oh, honey, I can't wait to edit. And then peepee night night. Peepee night night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired, dude. <laughs> 
So you were on season one. This is now season three or tres. I don't know. I I I hurt my hands. No, I'm. This is like. Well, this is like the bonus episode of season two. I'm about to start season three. Okay. So um. So yeah. I mean, I guess for me, like my main question is always for guests is like in your thirties, you realize that you have you know, these like kind of aha moments for lack Uh of words, or you have moments where you truly like have to had to pause and kind of like put yourself on pause and reevaluate like what you really want out of life and making sure that you're living the life you truly want. So, you know, we have tons of 30 pause moments within our 30s. So what's one of your like 30 pause moments that maybe you've had recently that you would like to share? Um, I would say my most recent 30 pause moment is to really remain curious and less out of judgment. You know, I already kind of naturally am like that, but even me for being who I am, where I'm not a uh, traditional, in my opinion, judgmental person, I really want to always remain curious because when you remain curious, you're learning and you're understanding and you're growing and you're accepting and you're getting a chance to be self-aware and reflect. Whereas as soon as you have any kind of judgment, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. you've created a roadblock for yourself and for that other person. Yeah. And I don't want to create any roadblocks. I want to create and I want to walk down just open paths. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like if I can be less judgmental and I can remain curious, maybe just my act act of that can inspire other people because they'll see that within me and they can kind of do that within themselves because yeah. that's a, that's a really hard thing for me to be around people who um, kind of maybe see my life to be a certain path, but then like, that's not, that's not what I want you know, and then, but that's what they think. And then they have their judgments of how they govern their life or, you know, and that's a big 30 pause moment that I'm starting to have. And I think like, I feel like I've talked to you about this too. Like I, yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I I don't really know if I'm making sense, but I'm trying to make sense. I just want to keep being curious. Yeah. I highly recommend you um, listening to Jonathan Van Ness's podcast called Getting Curious. And he has a lot of fantastic guests on his podcast, but he also just like it's about like staying curious and making sure we're still asking questions and not coming from a place of judgment. Um, That's kind of like the whole premise of his podcast. So I definitely think that you should listen to JVM. Oh, I'd probably love it. I like him a lot. People say that they always say I'm like him. You are a gay man. Like you I am a gay man stuck yeah. in a woman's body. And I don't yeah. know how I'm gonna find another man that is into that, but you know, hopefully. I think or, or maybe I won't be with a man. Who really knows at this <laughs> point? <laughs> Honey, she's gonna live, laugh, love. That's what she's gonna do. Honey, I I, I told you I'm a pansexual. I really am. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pansexuality, mm-hmm. um, did you see on Hulu that there's going to be this new Cara Delevingne like document docu series, really? and she's exploring sexuality? And I sent, I think I sent you a little preview, but like I'm really excited about it because I just feel like she's a curious George too. She's and a curious George for sure. Yeah, she's she's definitely. There's been like some things I've seen online about her, and I'm like, 
okay that's different that's different she's Um, a cool chick and I like her and I feel like I just I want to be around people like her like I that's that's what I know I don't even know if we're recording anymore but that's why I struggle with living in Tampa still because I like it I actually love it I think it's a great city it's very much like San Diego it reminds me so much of San Diego but I just don't feel like there's anyone here or I haven't met a lot of people here that expand me that that make me curious that make me go like ooh, like Mm-hmm. And I just thrive in those environments. Yeah. And this just really isn't that. Yeah. It's not bad. That's not put it down. But it's just, I really wish I was around that because when I am around that, like, I am so creative. I'm such a firecracker. But when I'm, I'm not, I, I'm so extrinsically motivated. Yeah. I have no internal, it doesn't come from internal, which I know I have to switch, but. Mm-hmm. girl I really want to be like with more of like creatives and more of like people who just are like questioning everything be- not to be woke to just to be alive yeah to be alive I want to be people around people who are alive you know mm-hmm. I get that mm. I completely understand I think remaining like in a place of curiosity and just knowing that like yeah, I just, I say it all the time. It's like, you know, you're, you, there's a balance of knowing like you are the shit, but you ain't shit at the same time. Right. Yeah. Like, like I like, you know, and just being more confident in yourself and knowing like, I'm the fucking shit, like, you know, and appreciating like what you've accomplished and what you've, um, you know, the adversities that you've, you've, you know, trudged through and, and, and gone through so far, but also knowing like, you're no better than anybody else. You have flaws and, you know, you are, you know, a, a flawed human, you know what I mean? So I always just say like, I, I, my, like, I have a lot of self-talk. So I'm like, I am the shit, but I ain't shit. At we are the shit, but oh, I do think shit. you and I are the shit. And even more when we're in certain environments, I do Absolutely. think you and I, some people are not like that. Some people which I, I I envy that there are some people, whatever they are, they can be who they are, no matter where they are. You can put them in with yes. monks or you can put them in New York city and they are authentically themselves. Whereas you and I, to me, mm-hmm. I feel like you and I thrive in environments. Like we are very well, like energetically we, driven. Yeah, like we are around a community and like, that's the whole purpose of human living is having community and like having people to you know learn from and rely on and all of that so like that's I'm to me like that's the human experience within itself it's just like yeah seeking adventuring and knowing that like the human that is the human experience like and understanding that but I completely understand what you're saying it's like God, I wish I could just do that in in anywhere, but it's just like, no, you need like environments that match your vibe for a lack of better words. I'm so sick of that word, but it's so true. Like you need people just to match your energy so that you can, you can thrive. Yeah. Let's thrive. <sighs> Let's fucking thrive. Let's fucking thrive. I'm ready to thrive in 2023. I have like so much to do and accomplish 
just within the next month of February. I'm really thinking season three is going to be kicked off in March. Um, I thought okay. it was going to be in February, but I really think that I need to take the whole month of February to really do the inside work, not only just for myself and just, but really be definitive with my plan on where I want to take this podcast and what I can do and, and what's in my control in order to take it there. So it's just, to me, like February is just all about like planning. And to me, 2023 is about discipline. Like that's my word of the year is discipline and just sticking to it because I'm going to like totally I know steal that and yeah. say that that's going to be my word of the year too yeah, is yeah. discipline because I think I know that the lack of discipline there's, I have no lack of, of, of talent. I have no lack of fun. I have no yeah. lack of magic, but I have, but when you have talent, fun, creativity, and magic with no discipline, it's pretty much a waste. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So Cheers to that, sister. Cheers to that. So glad you came back on and we had a great trip. And I'm going to like link everything in the bio of this episode to the hike that we went on to the, you know, the resort that we stayed at. Like, I mean, go to El Salvador, y'all. Like, it's going to blow the F up in, I would say, like the next year or two. The country is amazing. And just don't go to Tulum, go to El Salvador. Right. That's all I can say. Like yeah. Costa Rica, I would recommend to go to Costa Rica, although mm. I haven't been there in years. But um, El Salvador, 10, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Thank you so much, girl, for being my guest. I love you. Sorry, boss.